Thanks for joining us for today's edition of Lessons for Living. His word so fresh in our hearts abound. His word made flesh in the here and now. A new life is beginning. Lord, let us hear your lessons for living. Lord, let us hear your lessons for living. Is Jesus right now this morning in charge of your house? Or your life? Well, not really, Pastor Mark. Uh, I am. No, you're not. Either God is or Satan is. You're in a kingdom world with two kingdoms. Well, Satan couldn't be because I'm a good person. Deception? Of course. Do good people go to heaven? No. Only forgiven people go to heaven. Now, nobody wants to hear or even think to themselves that they're on the side of the devil. I'm sure this was shocking to those listening to Jesus, especially to the religious leaders. It's no less challenging to us today as we often think of ourselves as masters of our own destinies. Pastor Mark will teach this challenging message, reminding us that what was true then is true now. Jesus is the same yesterday and today. Likewise, man is the same now as he was in the days of Christ, lost, rebellious souls desperately in need of a Savior. Remember, there's quite a few ways to receive a copy of Pastor Mark's teaching. We'll be sharing all that information with you at the close of this broadcast. Now, here's Pastor Mark with part three of his message, No Fence Sitting, Make a Decision. Now understand, he's going to give us this practical illustration. It's a parable to illustrate truth. In the story, the strong man is Satan. The guards in this house are demons. And the house is our world. And the possessions that you see in this house are people who are in bondage. So watch what he says. Look at verse 21. When a strong man fully armed, strong man Satan, guards his own house, His possessions are saved. When Satan is ruling, those that are in the kingdom of Satan are under his influence. They're there. But when someone stronger attacks this house, this world, this person, and overpowers him. Now, who in the world could be stronger than Satan to overpower him? Jesus, God. But when someone stronger attacks and overpowers him, Jesus, Jesus takes away the armor, the demon, just what you saw at the beginning of the story. The demon had to come out of the man and the man could speak. He takes away the armor in which the man trusted and he divides up his plunder. So who could disarm and divide up the palm? Who could free the people? The answer is simply Jesus. And we saw that. So Jesus is saying to them, You claimed I was under the power of Satan. No, 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 no. I was in the power of God. The only one that could have freed that person is not from Satan's power, is God. God is always greater than Satan. By the way, that's a 
verse in the Bible. Greater is he that's in us than he that's in the world. Now, what is one of the reasons Jesus came to die on the cross? You need to see this. This is so powerful. <clears throat> Clear your throat because <clears throat> there's going to be an amen at this one too. Okay, here we go. First John 3. He who does what is sinful is of the devil. Because the devil has been sinning from the beginning in heaven. That's why he divided heaven. Here we go. The reason the Son of God appeared was to destroy, <clears throat> get your throat ready, was to destroy the devil's work. Can I hear an amen? amen? When Jesus died on the cross, he destroyed the power of Satan. And you can choose freedom today. That's what happened on the cross. You say, Pastor Mark, why do you get excited? Because it's your soul I'm excited for this morning. No government can free a person. No politics can free a person. No psychology can free a person. Only Jesus Christ said, he who believes in the Son is free indeed. Well, Pastor Mark, I'm not bound by Satan. Yes, you are. Satan, if he rules you, it's called bondage. John 8 says, everyone that sins is under the bondage of Satan. Well, I didn't know that. Of course not. That's because he's deceptive. You see, we don't like to call this spiritual. What we saw in San Bernardino, we like to call it political. It is, but the bottom line is spiritual. It's about the lives of people, the lives of people. So Jesus explains this very clearly to us. Now, verse 23 is our whole sermon. Look at verse 23. Whoever is not with me is against me. And whoever does not gather with me scatters. What Jesus is saying is, if you're not following Jesus, you're not following Jesus. You see, what is Jesus saying there? There's no neutral ground. Pastor Mike, I'm not into choosing God or Satan. Sorry. If you haven't chosen God, you don't need to choose Satan. Because you're already in his kingdom. Every one of us, before we came to Christ, were in the kingdom of Satan. I had to choose to make a difference. So Jesus says, simply, if you're not for me, you're against me. There's no neutral ground. You see, when we start asking people, have you decided anything about Jesus? Well, yeah, Jesus is a good man and He's a great philosopher. We'll hear this from our politicians. We'll hear this from people all over the world. Oh, he was a great guy. He was really good. He's a good philosopher. He's actually a great teacher. Well, then the next question you should ask is this. Have you decided to follow him? No, I'm really decided to follow him and become a Christian. I really don't need that. I'm kind of just a neutral person. No, there is no neutrality. You see, what Jesus is saying is this. Can you sit on the fence when you look at your spiritual outcome? Your eternity? No, you can't sit on the fence. You're either for me or you're against me. But a lot of people say this. Well, I'm for you. I'm a religious person. We'll get to that in a moment. No, religion doesn't do it. It's a relationship with God. So Jesus says, uh, excuse me, there is no fence sitting. There is no fence sitting. You must choose. You must choose. God gives you the ability to choose. Now, when you see that happening... A lot of people in our world today say this. Well, Pastor Mark, I don't want to offend other people. I don't want to offend other people. Whatever they, all roads lead to God. 
So I don't want to offend them. I understand not offending people. I don't want to offend people either. But I'm sorry, I must tell you the truth. Jesus said he is the way, the truth, and the life. If that offends you, then you take it up with Jesus, not with me. Because he can't be one of the truths. All roads do not lead to God. One road leads to God. His name is Jesus. Well, I don't agree with that. It doesn't matter whether you agree or not. Well, I don't want to offend people. Sometimes the truth is offensive. Get on the scale. Let's move on. (laughs) Calorie Chapel. Okay. A lot of people, after they read that verse, here's what they'll say. Well, I'm for Jesus. What do you mean by that? Well, I, I believe he's the son of God. I mean, Pastor Mark, I'm here in church. What's your problem? I even believe he went to the cross. That's great. Well, have you confessed your sins? And are you following him today? What? No, I believe. Believing in Jesus. Satan believes in Jesus. He's not on the kingdom of God. He's still in his own kingdom. You see, that's where the problem comes. You have to confess your sins and let God come in and rule your life. John wrote us this amazing principle. Watch how this works. You'll love this. 1 John 5, 11 through 13. And this is a testimony. God has given us what kind of life? Eternal life. By the way, you're going to live somewhere forever. How many zeros is that? I have no idea. It won't make any sense to you either. God has given us eternal life. And this life is in religion. Being a good person, doing rules and regulations. No, this life is in what? His, his son. He who has the son, not who, who believes in the son, who has a personal relationship. He who has a personal relationship with the son has life. Now, look at no, no sitting on the fence. He who does not have the son of God does not have life. I'll read the rest of that in a moment. You either have the son or you don't have the son. No, Pastor Mark, I'm neutral. There is no neutral. There is no fence city. Now watch the last part of this again. I write these things. Big deal here. Do you know there's no religion in the world, and I'll call Christianity religion just for that this morning. There's no religion in the world except for Christianity that can guarantee you that you can know when you go what happens to you when you die. There's no religion except for Christianity. Muslims will not promise that to anybody. And when they say go up to all the 70 virgins and all that, that's just a lie. But no Muslim has assurance. And basically, they'll say this to you. I don't know if I've done good enough. I write these things to you who believe in the name of the Son of God. If you believe in him, you'll obey him and you'll follow him. So that you may know that you have eternal life. Is it amazing to lay your head down tonight? And say, if something happens to me, I know where I'm going. What a wonderful assurance. See, you're going to live in one of two destinations. Kingdom of Satan, hell. Kingdom of God, heaven. Now, look at verse 24. This is a little scary, but I'll talk about it quickly. When an impure spirit comes out of a person, when a demon comes out, it goes through arid places seeking rest and does not find it. Then it says, I'll return to this house, this person who was demon-possessed that I left. So here's the first thing you will need to understand this morning. And any unbeliever can become demon-possessed. Now, every unbeliever is not demon-possessed. They're under the control of Satan, but not many 
are demon-possessed, but they can be. So spiritual warfare is not just a kind of a term, it's real. But as Christians, we're never afraid of Satan, but we have to be alert to his devices. Notice, demons want to inhabit people. Now, how can we be in trouble with this? Well, here's what we know. The Bible teaches us to stay away from curiosity with horoscopes, fortune-telling, witchcraft, psychic. Pastor Mario, I get up every morning, just, it's just a lot of fun to see what happens. God put in us to wonder about the supernatural world. Where am I going to go? God put that in us. Eternity's in our heart. But unknowingly, people open themselves to the world of satanic powers by playing around with this stuff. The Bible says, don't do that. You probably don't know, but there are times that the elders go out or the pastors go out to a home. A person will say, I just moved into this home and there's things flying at night and there's people moving furniture and we're Christians. We don't understand what all this is. And so we go out and we discover the people that owned the home before them were satanic people. They played around with it. So what do we do? We just tell them to move to another house. No, we tell the demons to move to another house. You say, Pastor Mario, you got to be kidding me. This world is not a playground. This world is a battlefield. We take that very seriously. So seriously, we just go by every room and say to the enemy, Satan, this is no longer your place. Leave. The house is freed. By our power? No, by the power of God. We have children that will wake up and have bad dreams. And sometimes we have to go and just pray for the children. They're not demon-possessed, but the enemy likes to do lots. He's a deceptive. You know, half the stuff they watch that were cartoons used to be? (laughs) Not really cartoons anymore. All kinds of stuff from Satan in there. Yeah, be careful what your kids watch and the games they play. Careful, careful. And when that happens, we just remind the mom, we pray over the child and just remind the mom to remind the, the dad to remind the child that night. When you lay down, we have him read the 23rd Psalm to him. The Lord is my shepherd. He's sitting right on the edge of bed. When Jesus is the shepherd, no demons coming into this room, baby. He's the shepherd. He's the shepherd. Now, so I can't be as a Christian demon possessed. Satan doesn't rent rooms from the Holy Spirit. Will never happen. So you never have to be afraid. Can I be oppressed as a Christian? Absolutely. Depression, all kinds of things come. Now, what is Jesus going to say about this? Look, that, watch me, watch me. I'll summarize it. The demon was in the house. This person, he left. He was cast out. Watch what Jesus says in verse 25. When he arrives, it comes back. He finds the house swept clean and put in order. The demon was cast out. Then it goes and takes seven other spirits, more wicked than itself, and they go and live there. So he brings seven more into this house that was clean. And the final condition of that person is worse than the first. What is this a warning about? It's a warning for someone who's been delivered from a demon, but doesn't make a decision for Jesus Christ. You see, they've been freed. They've been freed of their sins. It's a dangerous picture of religion. I believe in Jesus. I believe in God. I know Jesus died on the cross for me, but they don't make a decision. They go, well, thank you. I've asked forgiveness for my sins. Everything's fine. Are you following Jesus today? Well, no, I'm not following Jesus. Why would I follow Jesus? Careful. Because when the house is clean, guess what happens? They're not a real believer. They never really became a believer. Jesus just freed them. But now they have to what? Choose. Well, I don't want to choose. The demon's gone. Why do I need to choose? Because you just saw it. Here comes seven more. 
Is that Jesus' fault? No, that's our fault. Choose you. Who are you going to follow? Satan? There's no middle ground. There's no fence sitting. There is no fence sitting. That's what Jesus says. These religious words that I believe in God, I believe in Jesus, I believe in the cross, do not make a person a real Christ follower. See, a Christ follower needs to be filled with the power and presence of God. Our life is a vacuum. Your spiritual life is a vacuum. It will be filled with either God or Satan. It doesn't remain empty. Will it be God or Satan this morning? See, here's where we get this wrong. You hear these words. Pastor Mark, I came to Jesus Christ to turn over a new leaf. This is not your front yard with an oak tree. You didn't come to Jesus to turn over a new leaf. You came to Jesus to have your life turned upside down and inside out. You see, the Bible simply says it like this. Old things have passed away and all things have become new. Jesus came to fill our life with his power and presence. So let me ask you this morning this question. Is Jesus right now this morning in charge of your house or your life? Well, not really, Pastor Mark. Um, I am. No, you're not. Either God is or Satan is. You're in a kingdom world with two kingdoms. Well, Satan couldn't be because I'm a good person. Deception? Of course. Do good people go to heaven? No. Only forgiven people go to heaven. So what Jesus is saying at the end, you must make a decision. You have to have the power of God and the presence of God in your life. It's something we do on a daily basis. Our world is filled with so much religion. Rules, regulations. Our churches, they'll be filled on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day and all over the world. People going, making signs, doing stuff. I'm not making fun of any of that stuff. Because we have lots of people that come to our churches that have never turned their life over to Jesus Christ. But I'm praying. I've been praying all weekend. There's no way when I finish this teaching this morning, because I'm teaching, I'm not teaching Mark Balmer stuff. I'm teaching Jesus stuff. When you hear my teaching this morning, there's no way you can walk out of here and get, hey, I'm neutral, Pastor Mark. I don't want to offend anybody. Have a nice life. No, then you missed everything. And it's not because I taught bad. It's because your mind is blinded by the enemy of Satan. So how do we solve this problem? Why did Jesus do this? Because he said to them, your your logic is flawed. You don't understand. There's just two kingdoms. And only God can cast out Satan. There is no face sending. You have to make a decision. So let me put this back up for you. This is what we started with this morning. Very simple. What Jesus finally says is there's no fence sitting. In the Old Testament, Joshua wrote this amazing principle. Look what it is. But as for me and my household, here's the decision. We will serve the Lord. We will serve the Lord. No middle ground. No fence sitting. Decided. Now, you can't decide for your kids, but you can, as a parent, make a stand for them. When we saw our kids, when you see your kids, they one day have to make a decision themselves. But you sure can be. Parents, you're amazing people of influence. You can stand for God. 
And you can say to your kids, look, there's come a day when you have to make this decision for yourself. Mom and dad raised you this way. So you would know the best thing to do is to follow Jesus Christ. Now, here's one of the things that Satan does. Satan says to us, well, if you follow Jesus Christ, it's like the worst thing in the world. Because it's miserable. There's no fun. You'll hate the religion. And you just die to get to heaven because you just can't stand it here. No, this is entirely a lie from Satan. I want you to see this verse. Look what this verse is. This is from Romans 14, 17. For the kingdom of God is not a matter of eating and drinking, except for the next 28 days. But of righteousness, say it with me, but of righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. The Christian life is the most exciting lifestyle in all the world. Does it eliminate our troubles? I wish it did. No, but I have God with me. I'm not doing life alone. You cannot do life alone. Satan is so deceptive. One of his greatest lies to us is this. Some of you that are not believers or you've fallen away from God, you've heard, and Satan will whisper this in your ear today. Well, what that guy said was from the Bible. It's true. But later, don't make a decision today. Well, let me ask you a question. The people that left their homes that day in San Bernardino, did any of them say to their friends and their family, well, I'll never see you again? Not one. We don't know what's going to happen. Don't think you do. I don't either. And that's why the Bible says, no, 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 no. Today is the day of salvation. If you hear his voice, don't harden your heart. Why would that be in the Bible? Because God knew that Satan would lie to people. Wait till later. No, today. There is no middle ground. Pastor Mark, I'm just going to kind of sit over here. No, no, no. You one day will make a choice. If you don't make a choice, you've already made a choice. Your destination's already determined. I don't believe in any of this, Pastor Mark. I understand. Ten seconds after you die, you will believe in everything I said because it comes from the Bible, but it's too late. No one makes a change. After you die, no one. Some of you were raised to believe. You can pray people out of whatever. Impossible. It's appointed unto man. Once to die and after death, the judgment. Either for me or against me. And I'm praying for your eternal destiny this morning at every campus. Jesus died so you could spend eternity with him. That's what he wants. That's what the church is about. That's why we don't get into politics and all the rest of the stuff. We just keep the main thing the main thing. Jesus came to save sinners. All of us were born a sinner. He's changed my life. He can change yours this morning. It's a tough thing to imagine that apart from Christ, that we're under the power of the one who is in active opposition to God. Or that no matter how good we try to live, that those actions don't get us any closer to being righteous in God's eyes. Pastor Mark shared scripture with us that makes it clear that there's only one way to being right with God, through Jesus. You've been listening to Lessons for Living, the teaching ministry of Mark Balmer of Calvary Chapel, Melbourne. Each day here on Lessons for Living, we share messages that Pastor Mark taught at the main campus in Melbourne. 
Maybe you're listening right now in Brevard County and you don't have a home church. And today's message was exactly what you were looking for. Join us for worship. We meet at the Melbourne and Vieira campuses on Saturday night at 6 p.m. and Sunday morning at 8.30 and 10.45 a.m. And those in the Sebastian area can join us Sunday mornings at 10.45 a.m. For more information, call us toll-free at 866-779-3441. That's 866-779-3441. Or log on to LessonsForLivingRadio.com and follow the link to the church website. Next time, Pastor Mark will continue teaching from Luke chapter 11. He will be telling us the people's reaction to Jesus' challenging statements about their true spiritual condition. We'll see that their reactions weren't much different than what we see today when people are confronted with the reality of their sinful standing before a holy God. You've been listening to Lessons for Living with Pastor Mark Balmer of Calvary Chapel, Melbourne. Please join us again here on Lessons for Living, and together, let's do life right. In a hurting world, a new hope he is given.